so strong and two yards to get. He's the best player on the field, and you don't give him the football. There he is. You've got a guy that's been borderline unstoppable in this part of the field. I can't believe the call. Just run the ball with Cam Obachowski and Tom Hines. What's going on, everybody? We are back with a legit or not episode discussing week four performances, talking about week five, doing the shameful section, and then some big returns. We have some first, second round picks, depending where you got them, but uh, some guys coming off IR with huge fantasy implications. They might play in week five, maybe after that. We'll talk about those situations as well, but Honestly, on the waiver wire, pretty slow. There's no 50-point performances, no 35-point performances, but we still have some good stuff. So we're going to start with the running backs. We do have some rostered. We have one off waivers as well. Obviously, waivers have gone through, but we're going to start with the top performance of the Thursday night game. David Montgomery, not Jameer Gibbs. They're not using him. Uh, David Montgomery, 34 points. And on the on Thursday Night Football, you know, that's the only game everyone's watching. So just a ton of tweets, everything coming in about Jameer Gibbs' usage. They gave David Montgomery the ball 32 times, and he scored three touchdowns. This is a good offense. This is a good running back. A lot of people straight away if they liked Gibbs, but this will be interesting moving forward. It looks like we're both pretty high on Montgomery, though. Yeah, for sure. Um, I think he. I think what the what they're doing at this point is they realize that Montgomery is still like pretty good, and they want to just. Start. Oh, of course, yeah, fantastic. <laughs> yeah, um, I think they realize that um, Montgomery's off to a good start, and they figure like why kind of wear down your future running back if you have a, a very good option like currently I guess so I think they're more like as a team looking towards the future with by using Montgomery or what do you yeah by using so yeah so like they're, they're I feel like they're trying to like squeeze the last like out of oh, Montgomery okay. that they can yeah and then they don't want to like use Gibbs unnecessarily like risk an injury mm-hmm. or just have him get like worn down um, when they don't need to, I guess. Like, I feel like they're trying to save him for later when they do need him. Because right now, they don't. I mean, yeah. even if he wasn't on the roster, their running game would still be really good. So why risk the potential future running back of your uh, your franchise? Right. Do you think this is... And I know this is more of a, a Gibbs question than Montgomery. So what what I'm thinking, too, is obviously this is more dynasty. Do you think Jameer Gibbs will ever be their guy or do you think he's always going to be a compliment just based on his size and skill set because he's not he's not a huge yeah. guy like and he's a pass catcher so to me I think the worry like I said this is more dynasty but I'm almost thinking like even if he's the better back like we say this all the time like you watch football we play fantasy so clearly we're you know we know way more than Dan Campbell and the coaches and we want the better player 
to get used, but that's not always what happens. So to me, I'm almost like, hey, I think DeAndre Swift is way better than Jamal Williams, but that's not how they played them. Like this, this was a game too. They were up. They're a good team. They just kept giving it to him. He had like 12 carries in the fourth quarter because they were just running out the clock. So he's just eating up yards. Yeah, I think eventually Gibbs will get used. Um, I just don't know if it's going to be this year, though. No, I don't. It might not be. Yeah. I, I think they're going to use Montgomery for as long as he like keeps doing this well. Right. Um, he, I mean, he's obviously like an older guy. Eventually, his steam's going to run out. I think like two or three bad days from Montgomery, Gibbs takes over. But until that happens, I don't foresee him starting. So for potentially for the rest of the season too, I don't know how long Montgomery's contract is, but if it's two years and he keeps playing at this level, Gibbs uh, owners might be in trouble. Yeah, and this is this is someone who has five, five touchdowns in three games, and Gibbs like is not even close. There was that one, the first game where he slipped and should have gotten in the end zone, but yeah, I think this is something where. We saw it with Jamal Williams and DeAndre Swift where, yeah, Gibbs is the flashier player. Every time he gets the ball, he looks good. He always takes it for a good run, but that's not – they're kind of a ground-and-pound team. Like, Goff isn't a stud, but he's a good quarterback. To me, it's it's almost like the 49ers where, like, they have a serviceable quarterback, they have some good receiving options, and they're just going to run all over you, and their defense is actually pretty good now. Their run D is really good. Their pass D is still okay, but they're actually shaping into a pretty good team, and when you have a pretty good offense, you can just you know feed the running back carries, and I think that's that's what I see them doing. I think Gibbs has a small part, and unfortunately for people that have him, I think maybe you get a few boom games, but if Montgomery's around, it severely limits him. Yeah, I wouldn't even start him. But uh, yeah. speaking of a team that isn't going to run the ball a lot, next guy up, Khalil Herbert. Um, definitely out on Khalil Herbert. I, I think I see that you are too. Yeah, we have so it, some big performances from offenses. So we have Khalil Herbert. He had twenty two point two points. Cole Komet had twenty seven point seven. Um, this was to me. I'm assuming you're the same way. An outlier due to the Dolphins putting up seventy on the Broncos. The Bears up whatever it was, 28-7, to seven and losing that game, whatever, we'll talk about that later. But to me, this is something where I'm like, nice, cool. If I had him, I'd trade him, honestly. I think this is a terrible offense, and I think Justin Fields can be fantasy relevant, but besides that, I really don't want anyone. Maybe DJ Moore. I don't mind DJ Moore, but besides that, I, I don't – these guys are borderline, like – rosterable to me like Khalil Herbert I think you can keep around because running back's tough but uh, I did pick up Cole Komet in Dynasty so I guess I look stupid oh but you did yeah <laughs> I did I did wow but I, I picked him up I picked him up for it too I picked him up after waivers uh you could have got away with it I went to Vod I didn't even realize I went to well, I, I have to be honest I do have to be yeah honest. I guess but I also have Kyle Pitts who is extremely stinky so yeah, okay, I don't blame you as much then because he is doing terrible. But I'm, I'm with you. I don't think the Bears' offense is ever going to perform this well again. They're definitely not going to be up like they were this time. So they're just not going to be running the ball a lot. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I think this classifies as an, an outlier. And and Fields had uh, 
he had a really good game, but was throwing very well too. He's it's usually with his legs. He had 335 yards, four touchdowns, 28 for 35. So he completed 80% of his passes. He'll yeah, probably never probably, do that again. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say that's probably his career high. I don't think it's ever going to yeah. happen again. And they don't, they don't play Denver again. They're not in that division. I do think they have some good matchups coming up. So Washington, pretty good defense. Minnesota, Las Vegas, Chargers, not good defense. Um, Panthers. Well, be, I think the Broncos is officially the worst defense in the league at this oh, point. Oh, for sure. I don't think for anyone. Sure. Yeah. And but I think too, like you have, so you have Washington next week. That's a decent defense. Like if they shut down Herbert and commit, you know, say Herbert gets six to eight points, Komet gets like five points. Like, are you going to wait for them to bounce back? I just, to me, it's kind of like, unless Fields has another day where the passing, I really like to see just because he had 28 fantasy points. Usually you see that on the ground, which is great and everything, which I do want to see. But the passing to me is good because that's what he struggled at. I just don't think this is like, three bad weeks for a team technically four but three bad weeks for a team and it's just fixed by playing the worst defense in the nfl so i just i think it's really hard to buy in on this team at all they lost they lost yeah, that game sure did they're um they're putting up a good argument to um be the worst well the worst team i think in the past five years they're almost at the record i think it was the jags lost 20 in a row um, and that was two years ago. No, three years ago. It was 2020. Yeah. And now the Bears are up to 14. I think their so last six... win was Halloween or around around Halloween. So, well, let's see. Let's So, Washington should beat them. Minnesota will beat them. Vegas is their best chance. Yeah. And then if they and don't if they... do it, then Carolina probably. Yeah. So... So how many weeks is until until they face uh, the Panthers? So Panthers are week ten. So they have four games in between, or sorry, five games in between then. Hmm. Okay, so they are fourteen games. So that'd be that'd be nineteen. Yep. By the time they get to the uh, the Panthers. Yep. Wow. That. <laughs> so if they if they lose to the Panthers, that'll tie the streak. That you said that's wow, the Jags be, who have that. Yeah, I think okay. the Jags. I think in twenty twenty it lost twenty in a row. Uh, don't quote me on that, but I'm pretty sure. <laughs> no, I'm quoting. Um, but yeah, they they have not been a good team. Uh, that was in our shameful section too. But you know, there's there's not much to say there. Uh, more for running backs. So we have so kind of different here. We have someone heavily rostered, very quiet. We have someone on waivers as well. So Isaiah Pacheco. 24.8 points. He was the offense. Mahomes did not have a good game. Uh, Julio McLaughlin. We're trying to figure out how to say that. I'm I'm just going to go with that. I'm going to confidently say it's McLaughlin. And Javante Williams got out. He scored 19.3 points. Definitely, definitely people picked him up. I think, you know, if you think uh, Javante's out. Pacheco, interesting too. Obviously, he didn't has not really had any big games here. What are you thinking on Pacheco? Obviously good offense, good running back. Yeah. Does it inspire uh, confidence or do you think this is kind of Mahomes had his worst game this year and ever, you know, yeah. for the, for the past few years too. 
and uh, they leaned on the run because of that. What do you think? I think he looked really good running the ball. Um, he looks really funny running too. Yeah. Wait. <laughs> what? What are you looking at? Pacheco. Yeah. Dude, his knees are uh, like up to his ears when he runs. <laughs> really? I didn't notice that. Oh, it's so funny. He's like a small guy, but he just like runs so hard. Yeah, I didn't even notice that. Oh yeah, you gotta uh, you gotta I, look up a video. It's like yeah, so I'll, many memes I'll, about like Isaiah Pacheco runs like rents do like it looks like rents do every time he runs like just. I explained that to I'm everybody. Definitely I'm sorry, have to, but they're uh, funny. Trust no, me. No, yeah. I'll, I'll look it up afterwards. <laughs> the the explanation but isn't the funny part. You're going to watch it. I, I don't know if you've noticed, but it's like every week the Chiefs have a different running back that just like scores a ton of points. This week it was Pacheco. Yeah, Last right. week it was uh, Jarek. And the week before that, I think it was Clyde. It's just not fun. No, it's like it's like this. They spin a wheel at the beginning of each game. Like, yeah. which which running back is going to get like all the carries? That's that's um, the toughest part because they're a good team. So like that's that's like the vintage Patriots move. Like they just ride the hot hand. The the thing about Pacheco is I do think yeah, he is the best running back, especially if you have one of these guys on your. Though roster. I'm not super sold um, on it. I should get I super lucky. Minnesota, I Denver, decided that this was Chargers, the week that I was going to bench. Um, Those are all Najee, great and I put in Pacheco instead. Bad. Uh, run defenses he has denver honking at me twice in three weeks but like yeah i'm not sure you, uh, I yeah just, i that i want could to be start him and top i probably 10 running will back, start him sure. i just hope that he doesn't put up like three points next week yeah i ended up actually start i got lucky this week i started um pacheco over naji this week and it just like happened to work out really well for me mm-hmm. but like i'm keeping him in the lineup and i just he's definitely gonna drop like three points next week um, I'm gonna be like watching the game, and it's just gonna, yeah. it's gonna be like uh, Jarek out there, all all the carries, and then Pacheco's gonna get like three, and he's gonna fumble or something. It's, it'll be my luck. Yeah, it's 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 tough too because like they these like some of the teams that they're playing are really bad. So then like the game flow, obviously they're gonna be running, but then it's even like. Not that they take the starters out, but they can just shuffle the running back so much, so it's like impossible to tell. Um, so I think that's the biggest thing against him, not his skill. Jaleel McLaughlin looks like we're both kind of out on. This was something to me I saw yeah, on a just bunch a of random like yeah. Random. I, I saw in some like waiver suggestions, and I was kind of like, I don't know if I'm missing something. I'm just like not interested though. Like Javante wasn't even good on the Broncos. I just like yeah. I don't know. It's kind of like a, all right, cool. I mean, maybe if you were in like a, a an eighteen like man lead <laughs> and you needed like a flex player, yeah, but an eighteen I, man yeah. with three flex spots, <laughs> with three flex spots, yeah, yeah. yeah I'm not I sure. Just, to be I'm not really. I, I don't see any value. Yeah, I've I don't know. I I saw in like oh Javante might miss time, but then they have like P Ryan there. So yeah, I don't know. Maybe we'll be totally wrong. I just that's. He's not someone I'm, I'm pretty confident in. that this is someone that's like that showed up for one week and then just right. gonna like kind of slip into the void. I can like think the people who picked him up are gonna like look at him in like three weeks and be like, why the hell did I pick this guy up? Yeah. Like, what this, is he doing on my team right now? And and there's like so many people that did like I think you want to see the best, but like realistically, the people that go off and score points who are on waivers do not maintain that. Like, and that's why you're adding these people and trying to chase that. And yeah, that's all the time I'm giving you, Jaleel. I can't pronounce your last name. So, um, but yeah, it's, I don't know. I'm not interested yeah, I, in that. Uh, I Cardinals either. I just avoided it. Yeah. Cardinals put up some big numbers too, 
Michael Wilson, 26.6. Probably don't know who that is. I didn't know who that was. It was the wide receiver they drafted. Josh Dobbs, 23.4. Has been running very well, passing very well. Actually a pretty good offense. Marquise Brown, James Conner, Josh Dobbs have had some good value. Zach Ertz. Michael Wilson has looked good as well. He's someone who I'm buying in on. I, I really think I like this guy. I like rookies because... You haven't seen them before, obviously, and you just don't really know their potential. And this is something where the offense has looked good. Josh Dobbs has looked good. I think he's, no, he's not good. He's okay. I think he's okay. I think he's good enough for this team. And they're the Cardinals. They're going to be behind. They're going to have to throw. So I think Marquise Brown is good, but like he's not amazing. So I think there's I think there's a good amount of room for Michael Wilson to, you know, potentially potentially be a flex play in in the future. You got to trust him first, but I do actually I do like him moving forward. Very insightful that uh we haven't seen the rookies play before in the league, by the way. <laughs> yeah, very um, mysterious. I'm, you know, yeah. trying to trying to give all the facts here. Yeah, um I personally don't like him. This is his first week over four targets. Last week, he only had two targets. He had 86 yards on those two targets, which is pretty fantastic. Um, but I'd like to see at least one more week of, of getting at least five uh, targets in a game. I'm just nervous that even if he does play well, they're just not going to get the ball to him enough to make it worth an ad. Mm-hmm. Um, but, I mean, it's, it's it's a tough situation. And same thing with Dobbs. I mean, he's I think he's, like, startable for fantasy, but... Is he going to be the starter when Kyler gets back? Probably not. But so he's more handsome than Kyler. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> I don't think that counts for much. <laughs> um, yeah, because I don't. When does Kyler come back? Is there an update on that? So he's technically eligible to come off. Oh, that was the other person, Kyler. He's technically right. el- oh, eligible right. to yeah. come off this week, but they have no plans of playing him in week five. Um, so he's considered just reading the report. This is not off the noggin. He's considered weeks away from playing. He will not be activated because they have that 21 day window. So it seems like Mm -hmm. they're not confident he's going to be back in three weeks. Um, so I think, I think Dobbs plays for another month. I think you get Dobbs for another month and that's not too bad. I thought it was longer than that. Yeah, it's. Uh, I don't know. I don't know exactly. Oh, I mean, shorter. Sorry, shorter than that. I, I yeah. thought he was done after like this week or the next one. Yeah, I don't know exactly how the pup like when you have to take someone off by, but I know if they're on it and you take them off, they have a twenty-one day because that's the whole thing. We'll we'll get into Taylor later on. Um, yeah, we'll talk about that later on. Remind me. Don't let me forget that. Okay. Yeah, I will. I, I won't because I, I want to talk about it. Too, okay. So I, I won't let you forget that one. And speaking of talented talented young men Zach Wilson has found himself in this category 19.2 points almost beat the Chiefs played a great game would have beat the Chiefs if it uh, the the wasn't rigged yeah he did everything he could to put them in a good spot he had many plays where he looked good he looked confident he looked like he knew what team he was on and we haven't really seen that yet do you care you know he was the uh the only quarterback in Mahomes' college and I NFL s- career. I saw to have that. more, yeah, was it, I think it was touchdowns, receptions, and um, 
completion percentage. Yep. More of those three and then less interceptions in his entire career. And and everyone's getting mad because they're saying all the Taylor Swift fans watching the Chiefs game, you have to yeah, explain to Zach them that, like yeah, that Zach Wilson <laughs> is not better than Mahomes. And yeah, it's... It definitely could be telling of things to come, but to me, it goes like he goes from 32 out of 32 to 28, like 27 out of the starters. Like this, this does not like, I think Josh Dobbs is better and like, no, yeah, for sure. I mean, this is as far as we're concerned, it's like a major outlier. He would need to do this like four weeks in a row for me to like admit that he like maybe might be improving. (laughs) Is there any, any shot? that you would start him against the Broncos this week? Any other team, and it would be a resounding no. That's the tough part. Oh, the Broncos. I think there's worse. There's, I mean, there's definitely worse <laughs> options. I'm, uh, I'm trying to think, like, I'm trying to think, like, who, what quarterback that I would have drafted, like, over Burrow, let's say. That, I, yeah. th- I feel like that's a spicy one. Would you start? Uh, <laughs> Burrow has the Cardinals. No, I wouldn't do that yet. No, but that's a good it's one. It's close. I'm close to be honest with you. So let me look. So let me let me pull up Burrow's stats right here. I mean, he's for sure played worse than right. Um, Zach Wilson has so far. He's the 31 uh, quarterback. Put up three the first week. 14 week two which is pretty good mm-hmm. and then he put up seven week three and then he put up four this past week so he's had yeah two games under five points and an additional game that was under 10 points i, I think I i'm taking zach wilson next week over joe Burrow. i think i have a good one for you uh dak prescott versus the 49ers or zach wilson or zach wilson versus the broncos oh that's i think that one's a coin toss a 50 50 yeah Dak's averaging 14 points going against 49ers on the no road. he's that low. Is he really? Yeah. Oh, I might be taking Zach Wilson over that. I don't know. I, yeah. I don't want to, like, be a Zach Wilson fan, but... Zach Wilson is on... Or sorry. Obviously, he's on the waiver wire. Dak Prescott's on the waiver wire. He's yeah. just, like, he you, you start him, and you just don't expect to have it, like... Like, he's the guy where if you're down and it's Monday night football and you need eight points to win, yeah, grab him. Like, he'll get you that. But, like, I just don't see him. Like, I don't think he can score a 30-point game. I just don't think there's any way he can do that. He doesn't even run anymore, so he doesn't get those points. And then, like, they just use Tony Pollard and uh, what's his name? Uh, Rico Dowdle now, too. They just, yeah, I don't think he is set up in a spot to score many points. Dude, he, that was a big change because I remember, like, for three or four years, he was, like, a lock as one mm-hmm. of the top three he was quarterbacks. Nasty. Yeah. yeah. But he ran. He had five rushing touchdowns every year. Yeah. Ever since the injury, I feel like he's been scared to, like, start doing that again. Yeah. And then he just hasn't looked good doing it, too. But, um, yeah, it's Zach Wilson. Maybe you start him. It's, uh, I like it. I'm wearing it. Yeah. I, I would go with that, too. Let's, I, we'll, yeah. we'll bookmark that and, keep track of the points yeah i mean i can just completely see us next week being like yeah sorry guys um yeah. i think i think it's lost. i think it's worth it if we say zach wilson is good for a week and then we never have to talk about it again you know what i'll wear it i'll, I'll take one yeah. for the team in one of my leagues i have burrow as my starting quarterback let's see what league it is here 
here it is. I have Burrow and I don't have a backup uh, quarterback, so I'm ripping it. Just I'm doing add it. him and and see how you feel Sunday. I think it's worth it. Yeah, we've no, seen I'm, we've seen what can be done. Justin Fields looked like ass and was rejuvenated with four passing touchdowns. Yeah, I'm doing it. I'll, I'll have to. I'm probably gonna end up dropping uh, Jets defense to start him, but I'm doing it. Nice. I think you just gotta fade the Broncos at this point. It's unlimited points. Pretty much, yeah. And they have a good, like they have talent on the offense. All he has to do is just shovel pass to Garrett Wilson. He'll take care of the rest. Like you don't have Dude, to do preseason, anything. Preseason, the, the, the Broncos were like were supposed to be like a top ten defense. Like what yeah. the hell happened? Like when we they were, were good last year. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't know what happened to them. Unless we're right. growing, which is possible. But. We'll move on to uh, the shameful section. I don't even want to talk about the Bears. We already talked about that. They blew 28-7. to um, I do want to talk about the interesting 49ers offense. And by interesting, I mean everyone who wasn't Christian McCaffrey didn't do anything. Uh, Debo had less than a point. Kittle had one catch. Uh I mean, they I should just do this from, every week. Like, why don't they yeah. just do this every week? I understand it from a team perspective. I mean, just give it to your best guy. Like, why not? If it right. works, it works. I mean, you're risking McCaffrey getting injured. Maybe now that, like, you've seen it work, maybe you, like, kind of cool off. Because mm-hmm. they're for sure going to make playoffs. I think at this point, that's basically a lot. I think they might, yeah. Um, <laughs> so it's like, why? I, mean, I don't know. I don't understand why they would use them that much again. Other than to just smoke teams, like once you get a, a lead like that, he, he really you should you should be benching him. Put in Elijah Mitchell, like <laughs> let him score a touchdown. You don't have to take four. Yeah, I mean that was some of the dude, some of his runs were really nice. The one with the hurdle was oh yeah, that was nasty. He's just he's so good and Kittle. Um, actually, Ayuk had a good game. Ayuk had close to twenty points. So, but uh, yeah, Kittle and Debo, pretty much nothing and. You're going to get these. It's Christian McCaffrey. He's a good player. And it just sucks if you have the other guys because I know we've talked about this, but there's only so many points to go around. And you're not really going to have any week where all three of them do well. So you just have to hope that, you know, your guy is the one that does well. I think McCaffrey's the safest. Honestly, it's looking like Ayuk second, Debo, and then Kittle, I think, at this point for guaranteed yeah, points. Yeah, Kittle's definitely been a big disappointment for me. Yeah. How, how do you feel now? Um, I don't know if you re- remember this, but uh, right after the draft, I sent you a trade, McCaffrey for Eckler straight up, and yeah, you I declined know. it. How, how, did, how no, do you feel No, no, no. I didn't decline it. We talked about it and then never did anything. Yeah. I wanted, I wanted to swap because I remember I was driving home from Vermont, and I was like, oh, yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get McCaffrey from Tom Hines. And then it just didn't turn into anything. No, I know you drafted Eckler ahead of him just so that I would trade you like a pick later on. I feel like you, you drafted Well, I knew I had like unlimited value. Actually, it makes me feel worse because I think I was going to do Austin Eckler and Deontay Johnson for McCaffrey and um, Amari Cooper. So I would have given you yeah. two people on my IR. Yeah, that would have been pretty bad for me. Would you have accepted that though? I thought you didn't like that. No, I was trying to. I, I think I forget who I was trying to give you. Let me see if I can figure it out. Um, yeah, I don't know. I was if trying to give that. you Gabe Davis. That's who I was trying to give you. Oh, which would have worked out pretty good for you. Yeah, it actually would have. Yeah, I just don't care about Gabe Davis. Uh, maybe that was the 
Yeah, we should have opened that back up. I'm still down. No. <laughs> <laughs> okay, fine. Um, yeah, the, the ship has sailed, uh, especially after this week. Um, but why don't you leave the trade in my inbox, and then if I like catch McCaffrey like tearing an ACL next injured, week, yeah, could, no, that's yeah, I'll, yeah. Just, I'll just hit accept really quick okay. before uh, if before the trade uh, expires. Well, I appreciate you uh, thinking of me there. You know, letting uh, I, I I think that's fair. I, I I do so that works. I appreciate that. Um, Giants and Patriots. Let's let's break it down here. This is probably the last time they're going to be able to make this section because. We can't keep putting the Bengals here either, but um, at least at least the Patriots played a really good team. Like the Cowboys are really good. I don't think the Seahawks are bad, but um, I don't know. Like the Patriots yeah, were tough. okay last year. The Giants were pretty good last year, so maybe that's why it hurts so much more. They paid Daniel Jones. I know Saquon didn't play, but... I don't know. And maybe, maybe too, like I said, it was a Monday night football game. That's the only game you're watching. It's not a one o'clock game. So you see every single play. You see all 10 of the sacks. You see the pick six at the one yard line. Like, yeah, really bad. You see, you see Giants offensive linemen blocking other Giants offensive linemen. (laughs) Yeah, it's, it's all out there. You can see it all in. I think Patriots, you know, the uh, the scoop and score at the five-yard line or, you know, killing Mac Jones, putting in Zappy. Like, that was a mess, yeah. but then it's I, almost like... I don't think like, Mac Jones is the starter anymore, to be honest. I mean, he's so bad. He just yeah. is. I think they're rolling with him, though, because uh, I know they have Zappy, but um, at least he's not... At least so he's not dope. paid like, like it, the guy, though. Like, they can yeah, move no, on from him. Yeah. Like, I think... The Giants just pigeon held themselves. They didn't even they didn't even franchise tag Saquon because he wanted more money. Why didn't they just franchise tag Daniel Jones, give him another year? He had the best year of his career by far. Why were they like, oh yeah, he's good now? He sucked for four years or whatever. Nah, he's good. He's had one good year. He's nasty now. Like I think uh, they thought it was because of Dable. They cause yeah. he was really bad. They got a new coach and they're like, oh, like. Maybe it wasn't Daniel Jones. Maybe it was just like the scheme or the mm-hmm. play calling. So then he had a good year and they were like, okay, we got to lock this in uh, for four years, by the way. Um, enjoy that Giants fans. Yeah. Three and a, three and three quarters more years uh, of watching Daniel Jones fumble the ball. Yeah. It's just like, it's, it's sad. It's not like it makes, it makes football not fun to watch. Like that, that's, that's what the team is right now. It's not even like if they scored, at the one yard line, it would have still been. Hmm, I forget the exact score. I think two possessions. It would have maybe, been maybe yeah. twelve. Points. So it would have been ten to twenty-one. I think yeah. is what it would have been. So tough, but I mean, you I still, still have find a chance. Enjoyment watching it. Yeah, I don't they know get about the, you. What? So I still like watching it. I don't <laughs> know about you. I thought it was pretty good. <laughs> yeah, it's. I was entertained. It's great to see. Uh, I mean, pick six is really entertaining. I don't know if you saw that video of Kirk throwing that pick six, throwing down the, or trying to tackle and then got yeah, lit got up. Wrecked. Yeah, That was really funny. <laughs> I saw that. And Daniel Jones kind of, well, that, that's the thing. They go, they take that pick six to the house. The quarterback is the furthest person back. You get by the quarterback, which I think every cornerback can get by every quarterback, you know, probably besides like Hertz, Jackson, Josh Allen, you know, guys like that, that 
Hey, hold on. Daniel Jones is the uh, the fastest quarterback in the that's NFL. That's true. That I mean, that's that's yeah. true. That's why he got paid the big bucks, and he's showing it this year <laughs> with whatever. But um, yeah, the turnovers are an issue. I think it's just hard to. I think Saquon is the only guy I want out of any of these rosters. I don't want any Patriots. Well, Ramondre, I'll take Ramondre, but tampering my expectations and. Saquon, that's it. You can't start any of the wide receivers. Darren Waller has been disappointing as well, which sucks. Yeah, I was super high on Waller too. Not that it's Waller's fault. It's just that the Giants like literally can't throw the ball. They just can't do mm-hmm. it. They're getting outscored, I think, in the first half. It's like 6-80 to 80 at this point. Not bad. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty... Comeback time. It's pretty, pretty tragic. I... They're going to break a record. I think they honestly fit, might finish this year with the worst point differential in NFL history. Yeah, they uh, they were looking pretty good after, what was it, Cardinals, Cardinals-Giants. It was like 60 to nothing in the first half. Yep, and then they kind of crawled back on that game and then just completely blew it after mm-hmm. that. Yeah, and... It definitely doesn't look better. This is kind of what we've seen with the Vikings as well. They're really good last year in one-score games. Now they're not. Same with the Giants. Um, but, yeah, so that's that's the shameful section. A little on the news as well. So Kamara came back. He had, what was it, 13 catches for? 33 yards. 33 yards. So PPR monster. Derek Carr looked pretty terrible. That pretty much goes in shameful as well. Um, we have Cup and Jonathan Taylor eligible to come back do you think one both or neither of them play week five um jt is practicing so i think he'll play oh he's um, practicing with the colts yep oh wow okay so he's not yeah, being mr the, tough guy no i got let me let me see here i got the tweet for it earlier today zach moss beware trade zach moss today Colts uh, running back Jonathan Taylor was listed uh, today as a full participant in practice. Hmm. So not practice at his private mansion. Practice in no the on the team. Facility. Yeah, on the team. Okay. okay. Um. So I think he's going to be a lock for playing Cup. I'm not sure about. You think he'll be a lock for playing Week Five? Yeah, JT. Yeah. Okay. Um. Cup, not so sure on. He's still. I think he's still technically on IR at this point okay what do you what do you think about this uh they don't give an answer about cup they don't give an update he's ruled out an hour before the start of the game what do you think that would be pretty brutal um let me see what time he plays that he plays because the the four o'clock that's so frustrating the coaches keep doing the like we're not gonna announce the starter or like we're not gonna announce like Who's playing? Like they, they seem to keep doing that. Like they were doing that with Saquon and Brita and everything. And um, I don't know. I'm just saying. I feel like it could be a no update. Like we want him to play. He's feeling good, which are just a bunch of statements that mean nothing. And then I just the thing with him is hamstrings to me are really scary. He's an older guy. It's so easy. He could play week five re-aggravate it and then they shut him down like that's that's a real possibility so yeah i'm starting um puka and cup for sure jeez <laughs> yeah wow that's gonna that's gonna look silly in the lineup but hey if Dude, he it plays, even they're... sillier because they're in order like on my fantasy team it's williams puka and then cup all in oh, a row jeez 
Yeah, so you better hope for a good game there. Yeah, if the Rams get shut down, then pretty much a guaranteed loss. <laughs> yeah, so the, it'll, it'll be interesting. These are obviously guys you drafted in the first round, maybe the second round, depending on. I have I got Jonathan Taylor in the sixth round, I believe, of one league. So don't have to start him yet. But um, yeah, I, I think it'll be interesting because he wanted out. It'll be interesting to see if he just plays if there's a dispute, if he practices and says, hey, I'm not playing. But like I said, three weeks to activate or three weeks to play off of the activated pop list. So if he holds out for longer than three weeks, he's not going to get paid for the year. So maybe this is something where we don't know. Maybe they pay him. Doesn't seem like they want to. And I don't know. Maybe he'll just play maybe they had some conversation and they're like, hey, finish out the season, then we'll talk about it, and he'll just shut up and play. I think it'll be interesting to see, though, because there hasn't been any news on that. There also have been zero successful running back holdouts. Oh, yeah. In, like, the recent years. Melvin another one. messed it up. Just don't. Uh, just, oh, jeez. Oh. Wow, that's great. <laughs> uh, uh, we're almost done, too. Damn it. It's okay. Uh, I had one last week. Yeah. Um, just, it didn't just work out for out. Melvin. Yeah, it doesn't work. It didn't work out for Bell. It's a bad idea. Yeah, so this will be interesting to follow for people that you could have drafted both of them. There's definitely people that could have drafted both of them. Hopefully your team gets a little better with them back, even if it's not this week, but soon after. So this is what we have for week four recap, week five going over everything. So uh, yeah, it'll be interesting to see if these guys can score pretty early on. Might be worth, you know, tossing around in a trade, maybe get rid of Zach Moss if you can get a little bit. But uh, yeah, we'll see how they play. Definitely will be interesting and we will be back next week. Thanks. A football army known as the Stroud Boys have gathered in arms to demand that C.J. Stroud be recognized as an elite NFL quarterback. There are estimated to be 10,000 Stroud Boys in Washington 